This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, historians, and others barely acknowledged by the mainstream media. I'll be your host, Taj. Today, I'm talking with Armin. He is an MC representing Los Angeles, California. We'll be talking about his lyrically witty and culturally insightful mixtape entitled Mean Mondays Mixtape Volume 1. Armin, welcome to Book Speaks and Beyond. Hey, thank you for having me. Well, appreciate you on. So, uh, first, just break down your name, Armin. What's that all about? You know what? It's really not that um, not that complicated because my real name is actually Armin, spelled uh, kind of like Armin, A R M I N. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, so when I was, you know, I was young, I just started spelling it like R dash Mean just because I thought it looked cool, like way before I rapped or whatever. Ah, I and see. then I, and then I just kept it, you know. I see. Because a lot of a lot of people think it's like short for Armenian because I'm originally Armenian. Right. Yeah. It it it, 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 it it actually had nothing to do with that, but I guess it kind of worked yeah, out. It worked you know? out, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's like phonetic, basically. The R and me right. just make it easy. I see. Absolutely. Yep. So uh, you were born and raised in Los Angeles. Is that right? I was born in Los Angeles, but I was actually raised in Amsterdam in the oh, Netherlands. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I lived there for 18 years, and then I decided to move back to L.A. Wow. You know? So how um, has that influenced you just pursuing music? You know, a lot of people, uh, when they hear my music, they're like, yo, you don't really sound like you're from the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like your flow is more, you know, sometimes they say East Coast, sometimes Midwest, whatever. I don't know. You know, I don't really categorize myself regionally. But I guess, in you know, growing up in Europe, the musical influences were definitely kind of more that East Coast. You know what I mean? Yeah. From like. From like Wu and Mob Deep and Nas and you know what I mean? So I was kind of influenced by that probably more than west coast music in my early stages you know so mm. um you know but it's just international man I, I was you know i live out here la is my you know number one place in the world for me it's definitely my home yeah but i was raised over there i'm originally armenian so i bring this international flavor to it i guess you know okay okay and netherlands the hip-hop is it are they kind of listening the same kind of hip-hop we're listening to now or is it more that old school a boom bap kind of hip hop, you know what I mean? I always hear that about yeah, overseas. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. I don't know. O- over overseas, they definitely, you know, it feels like they appreciate that. I don't want to call it old school, but yeah, they yeah. appreciate the culture. You know what I'm saying? Right. They appreciate. So they they still appreciate a lot of the OGs and veterans. I know they sell out shows over there. Mm. They might not really do the same thing over here, you know. Right. But then the new wave is popular over there as well. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But growing up, I was definitely, you know, what I mean, I definitely grew up with that, you know, that respect for the culture. That's I guess that's why I became more of like a lyricist and a purist. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, that's why I chose that lane. But yeah, definitely over there, the culture is really strong and present. Man, I I wish they would bring some of that back over here. You know, the cell. Celebrate hey, man, the old you know, and the new, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's a billion-dollar industry or That's whatever, true. and, you know, when money gets involved, it's just different, you know? Like, yeah. over there, it's, it's smaller markets, so it's always, you know what I mean? It's Got not it. as polluted, I guess, or right. watered down. You know? Right, right. So let's let's talk a little bit about the mixtape. Now, tell us why you call it Mean Mondays mixtape for some people who might not understand. Well, definitely. Well, um, 
at the top of the year, well, in the last year, I, I decided that, like, for the whole year 2017, instead of just, you know, dropping projects or mixtapes or whatever we call them, I was going to do a whole year campaign, like a year-long campaign where I drop a song every week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was actually on Swain the morning's Doomsday Cypher when I announced it. That was the end of last year. Mm-hmm. And then I said from the first Monday of 2017, I'm going to drop a song every Monday for the whole week. That's 52 weeks straight. Man, you know? you're so, holding up to that too. I'm definitely holding up to it, man. we 30-some weeks in right now. So uh, last month I decided like, you know, just like we we had passed the halfway mark and I'm like, we're going to grab 14 or 13 of the, you know, the best songs or whatever that we felt fit in like a project and put it out as a project. So me, Monday's Mixtape Volume 1, and then we're getting ready already to do Volume 2 probably in October. Crazy. And, and then Volume 3, end of the year or top of next year, you know what I'm saying? So that way I'm not only dropping songs every week but i also put it back out as a project you know what i mean so smart move man that's a smart move right there yeah definitely definitely thank you so there's a song on there called babylon mean monday mixtape volume one dj charisma are mean let them know what it is Everyone but myself, a baby daddy, me today. I didn't change my DNA, I didn't came from a dog street. Just shout out to all the plants that's growing through concrete. Cause the system is designed to put all this in hard conditions. How can we survive in this world of lawyers and politicians? When 90% of cases are plea deals, get rid of us in prison. Cause I can't afford a trial to prove my innocence. But I know they try to bring me down cause they look up to me. I can let them get to me or not, that's totally up to me. Negative people are so fast to boogie, but see that. That shit more dangerous than that Kardashian pussy. <laughs> I'm playing, but I'm saying there's always light in the dark. Then yeah. all dash mean a fucking freedom fighter at heart. Just know united, we strong. Let's chant together as one. So now off the top of our lungs. Don't let the Babylon bring you I ain't never going down quietly Flex my wrist and break the shackles of society They try to influence the image of what I should try to be Selling the American dream Oh, the irony These corporate slogans chosen and rebranded as wisdom To dull our third eye and keep the masses in submission While private prisons are making private deals with politicians In the media pushing racial tensions to make us different When really we all the same If we in this shit together It's the ones in charge that hold the puppet strings We about to separate Take a 
taking no half measures on my road to reach the treasure through the darkest nights i see infrared till it's getting better because the game is right against us so we gotta step up and tear this idiocracy down fuck if they let us these letters the prophet speak will inspire a revolution from scribbled down lyrics to a movement What is the overall message in this song? Well, you know, Babylon is kind of like a, you know, a term that just stands for, I guess, like evil, like an evil kind of place. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're just talking about, you know, the oppression of the people and, and, you know, just anything that's wrong with the system. You know what I mean? But in a way, you know, the song is actually an uplifting song because it's kind of like don't let Babylon bring you down. Right. You know, so just. So, you know, my boy Chris Webby on there, you know, he, for the, the people that don't know, he got a huge following. Yeah. Um, you know, I met him on, um, I was on MTV Rap Fix on like one of those ciphers um, that he was on as well. And we just, uh, you know, linked up. That was a couple of years ago. So this is the first time we collaborated. And, um, you know, that song is definitely like one of my favorites on the tape. So Yeah, it's a dope. You got a dope lyric in there, a dope, a dope verse where you're like, um, R dash mean. R dash means a freedom fighter at heart. So, uh, right. How are you a freedom fighter? Explain that. You know what, man? Um, again, like I said, I was raised off of, you know, just music with substance and right. people that stand for something. And, you know, nowadays, because the game is a little more watered down, and I'm trying to find my balance of like gaining, you know, more commercial success, but still you know, staying true to my roots. So, you know, my music at the at the core of it is all always about, you know, speaking about things that is going on. You know, people I you know, things I see people around me go through or I go through. Um, you know what I mean? Just talking about real shit, but at the same time trying to find that balance. So that's why I say, you know, in my heart, that's that's what I'm really, you know I what I mean? See. That's what I really am at the end of the day, yeah. you know. And I, and I think, it, you know, people can hear that through the music. But, um, but you know, that was just the bar that came to mind like that. Oh, I see. So it's almost like if you look at it on, uh, on um, if you relate it to the hip-hop industry, you're trying to say you're trying to keep your mind free, make sure you're able to keep push what you want to say, but at the same time you understand that to grow, you have to penetrate these other markets, but absolutely, just, yeah. and and that's just, that's just how the game is, you know. But at the end of the day, I'm closer to like, you know, uh, and not to compare myself to any legend or anything, but closer to like a Talib Kweli or yeah. Nas or Most Def than yeah. I am to, you know, what I mean, yeah. name anybody else. But but that's where my heart is at at the end of the day. Yeah. So ooh, that'd be sick if y'all ever got together with some of those. <laughs> oh man, <You> know I mean? <laughs> tell, tell tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another song in there that I thought was was pretty dope is called "Land of the Free." Charisma. Big crit, what up? Yeah. 
If I would ever be president, I'd probably be smoking weed inside the Air Force One. They go to war until the Air Force come. Not talking no Muslim regimes that's pushing extremes. I'm talking about the real terrorists that's pulling the strings. So dear president, yeah, we out here strapped with guns. The real terrorist squad ain't got Joey Crack a pun. Twist the truth so they lies look like facts to some. Take all this money but don't plan on giving back to none. The false prophets were non-profits to funnel money through it. The daughters and sons of Judas. If I was president, I would have hired a couple shooters. Take out the Senate with a sniper. Bet if I was white, yeah. Would consider me to date your daughter and fuck her before I marry her. But we stay in our area. That's the way of America. The beautiful pharmaceuticals. Nine to five inside a cubicle. Institutional. Racism first and slavery. Then it was lynching and genocide. During segregation, now it's convictions of petty crime. So our prisons get filled with blacks. Basically, it's back to slaves for real. That's facts. They got me fighting back tears. Struggling watching 13th on Netflix. And I ain't even black, dog. But homie, I'm human. I mean, we can't do everything, but we can do something. Who gon' react, dog? Where you at, dog? Can I break away? Will I ever be free in the land of the free? Yeah, yeah. Can I break away? Will I ever be free in the land of the free? Yeah. Born in Cali, I was raised in the Netherlands. Amsterdam, where I stayed, I've been repping since. I was the popular kid, cause I was American. But nowadays, that shit's embarrassing. When your president's so unintelligent, doing desperate deeds, slamming the doors on these refugees, so un-American. So shout out to my Mexicans and Muslims, too. We got family members that stuck at customs, too. Yeah. All our females out here fighting for justice, too. Uh, While the president uh, grabbing pussy like he's Huckster Boo. Uh, Studies show he's a malignant narcissist, according to psychologist at Johns Hopkins. I'll tweet out the link, dog. And next time a black kid gets shot and the officer walks away, we gon' pull out them things, dog. As usual, the underdogs at a loss. The rich continues to get richer at the cost of the poor. Credit cards overcharged, can't get out of the slum. Change is always starting tomorrow. I doubt it'll come. Home of the brave, where cowards is from. Land of the free, where they kill us and blame it on a Saudi with guns. I overlaw if it's run by them corporate sponsors. How the fuck do you sleep, though? All of that on your conscience. So from Nixon and Reagan, Bill and Hillary, Satan, the Bush administrations, they got us all caged in the land of the free can i break away will i ever be free in the land of the free yeah yeah can i break away will i ever be free in the land of the free america the beautiful beautiful You know, you already talked about being raised in the Netherlands. And in that song, you talk about now how it's embarrassing to be known as an American over there. Can you talk about yeah. talk about that that experience, that perspective? Definitely, man, because, you know, growing up over there, I was kind of just because I was from L.A., I was kind of, you know, in high school and everything, like people looked at me as like the cool kid, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, yo, he's from L.A., that's mm -hmm. like a big deal, you know what I mean? Especially in, you know, in European countries, I was, uh, I always say I was raised in Amsterdam, but not really, I was like an hour away from Amsterdam, yeah. but it just makes it easier when I tell people. Right. Uh, so, you know, in, in kind of like a smaller city and it's like, 
you know, I was like kind of the man, you know what I mean? I'm from LA and that, that perspective kind of been changing lately. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it already kind of started with like George Bush, I would say, you know what I mean? And, And then little by little, you know what I mean? Uh, Obama was great, you know, f- as far as the how the out- outside world was looking at us. Mm-hmm. But now it's just at an all time. Like they li- really looking at us like, cause I got family there, I got friends there still, mm-hmm. and they're really like, yo, we just can't believe like right. Donald Trump is your president. Like, are you serious? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or some certain things he says, just certain things they see in the media. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I don't want to, you know, that song is not only about Donald Trump. But, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it was just like. You know, so so the definitely the perspective from the outside world has changed drastically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. in the day, like United America was like, you know what I mean? People looked at it like, wow, the land really the land of the free and opportunity. And now it's kinda like, yo, you guys not that intelligent. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I I like to travel outside the country but I haven't traveled since Trump is in office, so I don't know how if I go to them, <laughs> right. what, what they would say to me, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, you know, don't get it wrong. I still think it's the best place, best country in the world to yeah. live in, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I've been, you know what I mean, in different places, but there's definitely some things wrong, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what that whole song is, is about. Right. And you had a great line in that one, too. You said, we can't do everything, but we can do something. Like, right. in what capacity, if if not now or in the future, are you trying to help? You know, at the end of the day, you know, as an artist, I think the first thing you could do is raise awareness about whatever right. issue it is. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, anybody can find something to do. I don't have all the answers right. at all. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, I, I do politically, like, here and there, I would say politically inclined songs, but not that much because I personally feel like I might not be educated enough in politics to really speak about it. Mm-hmm. Even in interviews, even in, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't go too deep. Mm-hmm. Because I don't personally feel I'm knowledgeable enough, but I can always speak about the struggle of the everyday person. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and yeah. that's kind of the angle I always take. So. And I think that's a big deal because you know we don't we don't get much of that already in the music. So just doing that, you know, could, right. could open people's minds. Um, but there was this one song on there that you kind of went a little political, more culturally. It's called "Open Wounds." bit of mystery lies in history's eyes cause in time the facts and the figures get twisted with lies the devil tried to kiss his goodnight but he hides that's how a proven fact is simply denied i am a victim victim of time victimized by the victory of viciousness the system revised they say a century's past nothing could bring them to life i say your memories last at least admit to your crime try to look these little kids in their eyes as they watching their mother's demise she's cut blood drips from her thighs she was pregnant they rip on the stomach and slit from the sides just so they could guess on the sex of the kid that's inside they had us walking and walking the blistering sun sands of the deserts as far as our vision can run they had us walking in his circles, walk till we starve. Oh Lord, I hate him. Forgive me, it's wrong, but I'm scarred. Planted the seeds of hate in my heart, keeps growing my heart, beats flowing my heart. Just keeps hoping, cause we'll never, ever give up on our cause, cause we owe it to all the people we lost.
dreams I'm hoping you understand me When I say it hurt my heart To hear about the stories How you take a million lives And do it all for the glory The wounds still open They might never heal The human race is broken It's time for us to reveal That what they thought was lost Is found fully intact Armenian resurrection See it tatted on the backs of soldiers Armenian flags hang on the side Of Bentleys and S5s Why they screaming we alive Trump won't acknowledge what happened, so it's evident we can't acknowledge a racist pig is our fucking president. You just told everybody that you are Armenian. So can yeah. you talk a little bit about that it, uh, Armenian genocide or Armenian Holocaust? Is that what that's referring Definitely. To? I mean, it's it's kind of a similar term, but, yeah, officially it's called the Armenian genocide. genocide. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's definitely a political song, and that's something that um, – well, let me give you a little background. So being originally Armenian, we always were raised with this – actually you know kind of like open wounds because uh we were all taught that you know 100 about 100 years ago in 1915 this genocide occurred which was the first genocide of the 20th century mm. um the term genocide didn't even exist yet mm. and so a million and a half armenians were massacred wow. as well as hundreds of thousands of greeks and assyrians and like different minorities that were living in the ottoman empire at the time which is modern day turkey mm. so a million and a half people were massacred in an attempt to, like, eradicate the race off really? the face of the planet. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, similar to the Jewish Holocaust, but, you know, of course, the Jewish Holocaust was even bigger. Um, so, but the the whole open wound here is that it still hasn't been officially recognized. Oh, it not hasn't. By, wow. It has not, yeah, that, that's the whole issue. So, you know, by the Turkish government as well as the United States because – we are allies with Turkey. We got military bases there and, you know, it goes really deep mm. on a political side. So, mm. you know, it's kind of as if, you know, you know, your parents or your grandparents, your whole family was murdered by this person, but like everybody knows and it's been proven it's a fact, but nobody does anything about it. That's wow. kind of like how it feels, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, you know, a lot of our friends, family, people, we know, you know, literally their grandparents were massacred or all the whole families, you know what I mean? Very brutal shit. So, you know, we, we, we grow up with that. And me being an MC again, it's about raising awareness about right. certain issues. I don't really, you know, rap about anything per se Armenian. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I just see myself as an MC like everybody else. Yeah. I was raised off hip-hop like everybody else. But this was just, you know, hip-hop is the voice of the people, the exactly. voice of the struggle. 
Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So so I had to tell the story of my people. And I really just did this one song. Um, this version that's on the tape actually features the game. Right. Which, you know what I'm saying? So he kind of jumped on the remix. We released this song a few years back. Um, and the crazy thing was, you know, it became like my biggest song. And, and uh, at first, you know, just in our community. But the crazy thing was that we started seeing like, yo, everybody's relating to it. All other races is mm-hmm. what I mean. Because mm-hmm. kind of, you know, we all been through at the end of the day, yeah. the crimes against humanity exactly. issue. You know what yeah. I mean? So we all been through these things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, whether, you know, whatever's going on in the United States now, you know, black kids being shot by cops. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we all have open wounds and it's. It's just the cause of, like, injustices we're fighting. So, um, you know, the song got big in the video, and, and in the video I was wearing this T-shirt that said Our Wounds Are Still Open, mm-hmm. 1915. And then we started selling a lot of these shirts, and, and, and we, start, we started seeing, like, yo, this becoming, like, a force on its own. And throughout the last few years, we've been selling, like, tens of thousands of these shirts and, and, and giving them to a lot of artists. You know, Game Again was the first one that, like, posted it on Warrior and posted it on his Instagram. Mm. And after that, like, so many people from, you know, from DMX to Tech 9 to Nipsey Hustle to System of a Down to, like, I can name so many names, Too Short and E-40 and DJ Premier and all these people, they started rocking the shirt and, you know what I mean, taking pictures with it and everything. And it just became this whole movement. And now we actually created our own non-profit organization called open wounds and our whole goal yeah and our whole goal is to like raise awareness about issues like that you know what i mean so it's really dope and then this year again game jumped on the remix which was kind of like giving it that stamp you know what i mean even make even more international and you know that was amazing so so before you talk about how that collab came together with the game is there a website to your um foundation Yes, it's openwounds nineteen fifteen one nine one five dot com. Cool, cool. Um, or you know, just on social media, openwounds nineteen fifteen. Oh, perfect, cool. So, how did that work out with the game? So, you know, me and Game. Uh, this is actually the third song we did together. So, the first time we collab, you know, Game hit me up a long time ago when I had just just started. Mm. Um, he actually lived in like an area with a lot of Armenians, ah, okay. and, uh, and somehow he got a hold of my this my very first CD. I'm talking about like ten years ago, the very first thing that I had done somehow got into his hands. You know, he was full fledged in his beef with Fifty. He was like, mm-hmm. a, you know, one of the biggest artists in the world, and mm-hmm. he hit me up like, come to the studio, Word. and um, you know, that's kind of how we connect. The first nothing really came out of that originally. Um, and then a few years later, which was around 2012, um, you know, I had a record and I hit him up and he jumped on it called Los Angels. And that song did a lot for me. It was like a real L.A. street banger, became one of my biggest songs, opened a lot of doors for me. So, you know, we just kept that relationship. You know, he's always shown me a lot of love, gave me a lot of props and I've always been a huge fan. So, you know, then a couple of years ago, I had a project called Seven Deadly Sins and he, he was on a song on that. And then this time, you know, he's he's always been very supportive of this whole thing because I guess he lived amongst a lot of Armenians, so he kind of knows the cause and right. knows the pain we've been going through. So he's always been supportive. You know, every year he would post about it. So we felt like, yo, he's the perfect artist, if anyone, to jump on it. And when we, you know, we played him the original song, and he's like, yo, I'm down. You know what I mean? So he just jumped on it. So that was amazing. Wow, that's dope, man. I I can I, hopefully that keeps going on like, and that the relationship keeps building and um definitely. no doubt we're gonna help push some this foundation. We'll definitely put that up on the show notes and so forth. That's um, what's up, appreciate that. Uh so there's a, another song on there called Pictures. 
first time I got my ass beat I was 11 or 12, you know what that teach I ain't forget how it felt I learned a lot by myself in preparation When life come and attack me I take the pain, accept that it's God's will Though I know my parents refugees like prize will Deep breath, dive into my dreams Cause only dead fish swim with the stream Now I mean Realest of them all Never had a father figure So I figure motherfucking more I ain't change up my opinion for the massive shit Only answer the call, so don't ask me shit ha. It's what you putting out too How you make others feel about themselves Says a lot about you So I fight for hopelessness Told me it's hopeless Cause fake friends, fake love, fake smiles Real bands, real Louis V Real stones, real jewelry And real loneliness You know how true that be Look in the mirror, I know exactly who that be Me All these pictures people take of themselves Still they don't know who they are Still they don't know who they are All these pictures people take of themselves Still they don't know who they are Still they don't know who they are Cause we all got potential What you gonna do with it? Cause we all got potential What you gonna do with it? Some of you young niggas wasn't schooled I was being myself even when it wasn't cool Talk to him. Which just says throughout my medicine That if a nigga hate me At least I know it's genuine Authentic Why you holding a grudge? I caught flack all my life I'm a golden glove I mean My reality don't change from opinions Nor is my perception ever altered by minions Cause we all got potential Some fulfill there, some keep a stencil All our paths are different, got different mentals Some keep success, but some is just a rental And me and mine's got a chemistry Heed my words like they coming out the ministry Cause I understand how you felt still Don't believe in yourself, nigga, who else will? Joey All these pictures people take of themselves Still they don't know who they are Still they don't know who they are All these pictures people take of themselves Still they don't know who they are Still they don't know who they are Cause we all got potential What you gonna do with it? Cause we all got potential What you gonna do with it? Don't believe in yourself, nigga, who else will? Will, will, will Don't believe in yourself, nigga, who else will? Will, will, will Don't believe in yourself, nigga, who else will? Don't believe in yourself, nigga, who else will? trying to get across in this song um you know the song is really just about being yourself really and mm. um you know nowadays with social media that's say that's why the hook says um everybody taking pictures of themselves but they don't really know who they are right. you know what i mean because we all just show this like amazing life we have on social media <laughs> no. you know what i'm saying yeah. and and while really that's not the truth and that just goes for everybody including myself probably you know what i'm saying yeah. So it's just like society right now. So, um, you know, but it's just being, you know, talking about being yourself and being true to who you really are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was, um, you know, there was a line in there called, you said, I know my parents are refugees like Proswell. Where were they seeking refuge from? Yeah. So, um, yeah, to give you a little background, 
So because of the Armenian genocide, which is, you know, a couple generations ago now, mm -hmm. the, the Armenians were all fled all over the, all over the world. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like there's more Armenians outside of the country now than inside of the actual country. Oh, wow. We, really? we spread all over the world like a diaspora nation. Mm -hmm. So my parents, or I guess grandparents, ended up in Iran. Mm. Um, but there's like Armenians from all over those, you know, from Le Lebanon and all those surrounding kind of countries. Um, and then, you know, because it's been a couple generations, everyone kind of has their own accents and own kind of traditions that are a little different from each other. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, the, the, all our people been been all over the place. So they went Iran, but this is the, not the Iran we know today. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was before, like, the Muslim regime took over. Right. When America you know was saying? all part, allies and partners with Iran, in a sense, Exa right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So then what happened... So I guess another generation passes, and my parents, growing up in Iran, born and raised there, but but you know Armenians always kind of kept their identity. You know Armenians are Christian, mm -hmm. but um, they were all you know was a free country at the time. Then I the Muslim see. regime came and took over, mm -hmm. and now they had to flee again. You know, mm -hmm. a bunch of my dad's cousins I know were like executed, and wow, you know what I mean. Wow. So yeah, so they fled. And then my uh, my dad's side of the family all ended up in Europe, in the Netherlands. Mm. My mom's side of the family all ended up in L.A. I see. And that's kind of how my thing, you know what I mean? Wow. That's kind of how I ended up being born in L.A. but raised over there. Wow. And then my father died when I was only one. Ooh, sorry to hear, man. Yeah, no, no, all good. But, uh, you know, he had like a kidney problem. And mm. long story was like a medical malpractice situation man. where they miscalculated like the dose of the medication they gave right after the kidney transplant and so he passed away but then my mom for some reason still decided to like stay in the netherlands you know what i'm saying even though all her relatives were over here so that's kind of how all that came together wow so yeah. what what are there any kind of stories that they share with you that really stuck with you based on that whole process you just um, talked about you know not necessarily except you know the story about my uh, my dad's cousins, I guess they oh, were literally yeah. and, like executed. That's mm -hmm. what I heard. You know, I don't know too many details. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. But they kind of, you know, yeah. once they made it over there, you know what I mean. So I know I don't know anything else yeah. specifically. You know, yeah. I guess I guess we were never really told. I mean, I never I really knew my dad for him to tell me. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I my see. My mom never right, really right. Mom never really told me much either, like that. Yeah, so. yeah. So, but you have Joe Button on there. How did that collaboration come about? Yeah. You know what? That one, I uh, actually got that verse from him oh. a while ago already. Um, but, you know, I hadn't put it out till now. But, uh, you know, I don't know Joe Budden at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> this this was, I mean, I've met him before, and, you know, he obviously knows who I am. But right. we, we don't have really have, like, a relationship like that. Yeah. i just been, you know, he, I always respected him as an MC. And, you know, at this time he was doing a lot of or he was promoting that he was doing verses for people. So I just kind of contacted the management and we just got a verse from him. It wasn't too expensive. And that's kind of all that happened. You know, all, all was there. That's it. We just got a verse from him. And then it worked out on this song. And, and, and I just recently actually met him right after we put this song out. No he, he, he was in L.A. Uh, for a show and I just went to the show. I'm pretty close with his new manager now. Um, so, you know, I just linked up with him and then he introduced us finally, you know what I'm saying? But we had <laughs> never met before that. So it's not like we, you know, we really have a relationship, but, uh, but, you know, he killed the song for me. So shout out to Joe Budden. How know? does, how does that conversation go? Hey, 
it's nice to meet you. Thank you for dropping that ill beat, that ill verse, I meant. <laughs> yeah, that, that's literally how it is. You know, the manager was like, hey, this Armin that you did a song with, you know, and he's like, oh, shit, word, what was the song called again? Oh, that's what's up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and, and, then, and then that was it. He's like, you know, I don't do those much. I'm like, I know, you know what I mean, good looking mm-hmm. out, and uh, that was pretty much it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a good song. I meant, yeah, I meant if he probably was like, yo, this dude saying something that makes sense so <laughs> let me jump right. on this no, you know? i mean you know he, he's a real mc and right he, you know he's definitely about the culture and he you know i would i would assume he wouldn't just jump on or i don't really hear him out there just on anybody's shit yeah so so you know that was dope that he did that yeah and there was another song that was really was really dope uh more of a storyteller to- storytelling song it's called war She's falling to the ground Someone save me Set me free Smoke it settles on my skin Don't play with fire, you'll never win Someone save me Help me Dear April, I'm reaching out and hope this letter finds you fast. I know it's been a while since I didn't had the chance to write you back, but Lord knows I intended to. See, when I was deployed, so soon after I enlisted, shit shifted and been so hectic, boo. But I got news for you, darling. This my last letter. It's official as of this morning. We gonna be back together. I'm finally coming home. I can't believe I'm a father and haven't seen my own daughter. Bet she's sweet as a mama, but I'm afraid I got some bad news too. Your brother Ray, he's MIA. We hope to get him back soon too if he's on their side of enemy lines it's better he dies but if the storm settles in time we'll get up the guys and raid this camp already made the plans so god willing we gonna find ray i know that he's alive babe so just be patient and say your prayers we fill them with all my love william William, I can't believe you coming home. I'm oh so happy. Your daughter's growing up so fast. You'll get to know her daddy. We'll be a family. I won't let you go again. My heart's lonely and broken. Just want to hold you again. But you tell me Ray is missing. Baby, just say it isn't. Been praying every night. Just hoping that God is listening. Because what will we tell his wife? She calls me like every night. Asking if I heard from you. His kids need him in their life. My love, I know you'll do what you can. So till the day you hold me, the night's alone. Lonely and time moves slowly. Just be careful, but find them for me. If you're able, you're one and only April. my sister and my little niece i truly hope that we'll meet because my world is so incomplete i requested a leave of absence hope these passes were granted because these last few weeks have been so hard you can't imagine i was captured 
I'm telling you, damn, then I was rescued from an enemy's camp. Do you remember that day when William and I departed from the harbor? In April, you said, look at our heroes going off the war. And William and I got upset, but we never told you why. Cause it's the soldiers that die that I call heroes. And I know that William promised you he's coming home, ain't he? But April, I got bad news. Please don't hate me. But William won't be coming home to you, sis. See, he was the hero that didn't make it out with the rest. He lost his life trying to save mine. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Wish I could exchange mine. I hope you forgive me. I know I'm guilty. I'm sorry, sis. This bullshit war and bullshit cause. Someone tell me the purpose of all of this. I love and miss you and think about you every day. Until we meet again, your brother Ray. Why did you write this song? I've I've had this story in my mind for like a few years. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't really remember what exactly sparked it, but I think it was you know during you know the, all the wars we've been yeah, going through, yeah. you know, from back from Iraq all the way to whatever we're going through now. And I was always thinking about you know the families and you know what I'm saying. Right. And I knew a few homies that been in the army. I right. knew a few girls that that had like a boyfriend that was in the army that died, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, these conversations were just coming up and, uh, you know, I, ha I had thought of this concept literally for a few years already, mm -hmm. but I, I never found the right track for it. And sometimes, you know, ideas just sit with you until, right. you know, it's time to come to fruition. And when I heard that beat, I was like, yo, this is it finally for that song. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was just, you know, when I released it, it was just coming off of a, uh, April is the commemoration month of the Armenian Genocide, so we have the whole Open Wounds campaign going, and we had just dropped the Open Wounds with Game, so it was kind of like in that kind of vibe, uh, and I felt like, yo, this is best for the next Monday, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, weekly, I'm dropping these songs, I'm like, yo, I was kind of in that vibe, so I did it the week of, and we dropped it, and, you know? Yeah. So. Wow. So, so yeah, so you know some war veterans... I see, I, you just said that. Yeah, I mean, you know, no, no, no real crazy like war veterans, but definitely just young guys that were in the military for a while. You know, some actually went to war. Yeah. You know, most of them didn't. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, but still, just to have that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to have that uh, talk with them. Yeah. As I was listening to the song, I was just thinking about some of the people I knew that were war veterans, and they come back kind of like disenchanted and were like, "What were we fighting for?" In a sense, and had a right. Had a a friend of that committed suicide so it it's that's crazy it's almost I, it, as i was listening to the song i thought to myself this whole scenario is crazy it made me think like what happens if like we really brought back the war draft like what would our streets look like today <laughs> you know what I mean? right. like how much no, do people really amazing. know about the wars you know what i'm saying right yeah no nothing really we don't know anything yeah but that, that scenario is crazy and it probably happened so many times you know what i'm saying yeah um so you know yeah. yeah so let's talk a little bit about some things outside of your music so when you're not pursuing music what are you doing you know what right now i'm uh you know full-time music mm -hmm. um i actually did go to school i went to ucla 
for my bachelor's, and then I ended up going to pharmacy school. Oh, word. And I, yeah, and I, and I, you know, and I got my, you know, I became a pharmacist. Wow. But, um, you know, I, I worked for a couple of years, and I realized even more that, like, this is just really not what I want right. to do. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, a few years ago, about three years now, I just, you know, decided to quit and just fully dedicate myself to music. Uh-huh. You know, it, it's obviously hard to make that transition because oh, yeah. there's no money coming in like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, me and my two partners, my manager, basically, and we just sat down and said, you know, if we're going to do this, we got to be 100% committed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was right now, you know, full time, it's music. With the whole open wounds thing, you know, we really got our merch game up. So, you know, we yeah. opened up a we opened up like a store, like a a retail store in in Glendale, California. Physical? Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we had like one of those kiosks at a mall a couple mm, of years ago. Mm-hmm. So, and that worked really well. And then we decided to, you know, we kind of outgrew that. So wow. we're like, you know, let's get up. So we set it up a store. So you know, it's our studio and office in the back. So you know, we there a lot. Oh, we just, dope. you know, what I mean, just yeah. just trying to trying to make money in a way. But you know, in this game, unless you're blown up, it's kind of hard to make money in yeah. music right. initially. Right. But we're finding our ways. You know, we're yeah. finding our ways. We we're investing, and so this is it right now. You know, this is all I'm pretty much doing 24 hours a day. That's dope. Uh, man. You know, unless I'm kicking it with the family or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're you're one of the reasons why when I pull up to a pharmacy, it takes forever from get my medicine because you back there writing a rhyme. Is that what was going on? <laughs> you know, say that's not what was going on, and that was definitely <laughs> what I wanted to be doing. And I was just hating my life being there. You know what I'm right. saying? And uh, and yeah, man. You know, I think pharmacy it's it's a respected profession. Yeah. But at the same time, you know. The whole pharmaceutical industry is yeah. just, you know, yeah, it's just, you know, what I mean, I Absolutely. just, I was always torn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I was always you. torn. And going to school, like I was kind of, I was one of those kids that was like good at school, you know. So mm-hmm. I would always, um, almost do like the least amount of work necessary to like get through. <laughs> yeah, no Because shit. my mind, my mind was always in music, right. but I still did it. And now, I looking back, I'm kind of like, you know, if you really pursuing the goal you should not have any plan b's mm-hmm. and that that's me speaking from you know because i did that and right. i did have a plan b and as much as you think you dedicated you really not you come home from school or work you fucking tired you yeah. don't have the energy yeah. to dedicate you know what i'm saying it's right. just not the same and things don't fall in place and as soon as we made that transition we've really been seeing like the difference you know what I'm saying? wow so, that's a good point you made sometimes when you have a plan b your mind focuses on that plan b so much that you missed that plan absolutely yeah yeah absolutely and you know there's a way you got to pay your bills you got to you know what i'm saying you got to survive so there's a you got to know i guess when the transition you know to a certain degree you're going to have to have some type of job or do something and that was kind of my reasoning when i went to school i'm like well i either got to get like a ten dollars an hour job or i go to school and i get loans and i live off the loans but then at least there'll be a different future you know what i'm saying so i was trying to figure it out and, you know, I don't know if I did the right thing or the wrong thing, but that's how my path went. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, man, hey, if you're happy, you did the right thing. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's true. So how, yep. did, how did how did your parents and your loved ones take it when you're like, I'm done doing this pharmacy and I'm going to pursue um, him? My mom still my mom still be complaining. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like but, uh, you know, they kind of. They think differently, you know yeah. what I'm saying, especially when it comes to music or entertainment or mm-hmm. hip hop. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, at first, my mom's was really like thinking it's just a hobby. But then, literally, little by little, she saw you know right. results, 
and you know i've been out with her a few times and then i'd be recognized or something and she got really excited and she's like okay you you actually you know what i mean and yeah. i'm like i've been telling you like you really doing this you know what i'm saying yeah but uh but yeah man so you know yeah i don't think any or most i guess families or immigrant families i don't know if they really understand or really be supportive you know usually uh, i don't think they are that's a good point um, but it's, it's just a different mindset you know right. what i'm saying but uh but, you know, just follow your heart, man. Follow what you got to do at the end of the day. So. Right, right. So you know the show's called Books, Beats, and Beyond. So I like to ask people what are they, what have they read, what are they currently reading, and are there any books that really, like, impacted their life? All right. Um, I'm currently actually reading uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by <laughs> Mark Manson. By who? Yeah, I'm sorry? No, say that again. Mark Manson. Wow, no. Yeah, the subtle. I just started it. Um, you know, it's one of those um, life motivational, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. books, and it's basically t- talking about like the fucks not given is like the most <laughs> important, most important tool. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. you just give too many fucks about something <laughs> that that you don't really have to. So right. it deals with stuff like that. Um, you know, so I'm so I'm, I just started Fun that. Out. That one is really dope. Yeah, you know what? I'm not really a book reader. Yeah, I just yeah. Kind of started. Mm-hmm. You know, I read like the Art of War and the mm-hmm. Forty Eight Laws of Power Man, and things those, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I think the Forty Eight Laws of Power, if I really had to pick at this point, was like the one for me that really like certain said certain things. And you know what I mean? Especially when you're kind of younger and you're learning certain things, how to deal with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, I kind of, you know, that's the kind of books I'm into, like, you know, the motivational life type of books, you know. Yeah. I don't I, I don't think I've ever read, like, a novel or something right. in my life. But you know what? A lot of MCs are into the motivational books, and it makes sense. It really does. Yeah, right? You got yeah, to keep yourself, you know, your steam up and keep pushing forward. So, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So what three albums and or songs had the biggest influence on shaping who you are today? Wow, that's a dope uh, question. Yeah. Just three, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, I um, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be too uh, cliche, but yeah, number no. one has to be Illmatic. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, Nas, Nas is kind of the reason I started rapping. Period. Yeah. Um, even though I probably heard of him from like it was written because mm. Illmatic was kind of early. You know what I'm saying? But ah, I see. But uh, but Illmatic is like the perfect album to me. And that's what made me want to rap. So like, you, you know said I mean? you said you heard Ill written first, and you're like, let me take it back to Illmatic. Is that what you just said? Well, yeah, Illmatic, right, yeah. Wow. Ill, I mean, Illmatic came out in, like, 93 that's or right. something, right? right. 90, yeah. So it was written, it was, like, 96, 97, but I was already heavily listening to music, and you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but uh, So how did that feel? Yeah, but, how did that feel, going from listening to Ever's Written then hearing Illmatic? Did you, I mean, I just, you know, Nas was became my favorite rapper right off the bat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then and then you know hearing i mean i love both of them but yeah. illmatic is just such so flawless you know what right, i'm saying right. like it was written might have had a song here and there that, that i cared less for right. you know what i'm saying yeah but but it, it, illmatic was just like so flawless front to back and uh and that's just made me you know i remember being in my mom's room with like the remote as the mic in my hand and like <laughs> rapping song you know what i'm saying right. just as a kid having those dreams so you know, Nas and M are my two Ooh, biggest like influences. Yeah. yeah. If I had to pick, you know what I'm saying? If I had to pick Nas and M are my two favorites. So I actually did a tribute mixtape yeah. to them last year called yeah. Nas and M. Yeah. Those are dope. So you know Yeah, man. So, you know, from from M I would have to say Marshall Matters L P. Mm-hmm. That was uh 
that was kind of the one, you know, like Stan had that, you know, the storytelling right. and, uh, you know, his way of rhyming was just ridiculous. ridiculous. And then the third one, as far as impact on me, I think I would say, um, shit, so many titles going through my mind, probably a gangstar moment of truth. Ooh, good pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Gangstar was definitely uh, early on, like. You know, and then, I mean, Wu-Tang and Mob Deep and yeah. shit, too, but, you know, but if I really had to pick, like, impact-wise, you yeah. know what I mean, like, really early on, I yeah. would say those three. What was it about the um, the Gangstar? What was it that got you? Gangstar, it might have been one of the first, um, just Gangstar as a group was one of the first. I remember having, like, an older family friend coming around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he, he would see I'm kind of into music as a kid. Maybe I'm, like, 10 or whatever, and I'm not. You know, I don't really know what I'm listening to, right. but I like, like, he saw that I like hip-hop, so he, he gave me a Gangstar album first. Oh. He's like, if, you, if you're going to listen to rap, you got to listen to this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I believe that was uh, hard to earn, oh. you know what I mean, the, the, yeah. the album before that. Right. And that's what literally, and then he gave me, you know, once I conquered that, you know, first I didn't even like it. I liked, I remember liking one song off uh-huh. of it, and he's like, no, nah, I'm only giving you the whole thing, like the whole album. I'm, <laughs> Because I was like, let me get that song. And he's like, no, nah, you got to get the whole thing. <laughs> I remember this clearly. And then that's what really got me into hip-hop, period. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And Moment of Truth was just that, like, to me, even, like, the even better version of that album. Like, right. every, you know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, those primo, you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and being just premiere and being in Amsterdam, that was the vibe. You oh, know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. yeah even, and then after Hard Turn, that. I, I I'm sorry. What? I, I didn't relate it to the Amsterdam. Now, I, yeah. Yeah, just just being over there, that was like, yeah, definitely. You know, over there, like I said, the influences. You know, New York used to be New Amsterdam, like uh-huh. back. You know, what I'm saying? right, yeah. right. It's kind of like that vibe. <laughs> like I was kind of raised off that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and then after Heart to Earn, he gave me like five more titles. I remember him writing it down. It was like Illmatic. It was like, you know what I mean? So I, I got introduced to all those albums like that. It was like Enter the 36 Chambers. and Wow. Those are the ones, you know what I'm saying? Let, let, let's say thank you to this guy. Th- thank you, whoever you are. For sure, man. For sure. <laughs> I don't know where he is right now. I mean, he's still in Holland. He's yeah. older, like you will say. But he, he was definitely the man. He changed my life. <laughs> so yeah. wh- what more do you think that you can contribute to today's hip-hop culture? Man, you know, um, Hip-hop is so universal today, um, you know, so, you know, I just feel like I kind of bring another international kind of element mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, at the same time, it's a new wave, but I think I still bring those traditional elements, right. uh, you know what I mean, and, and, and hopefully just impact anybody's life like it has impacted mine, you know, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the goal. So what do you want people to mainly take away from the Mean Monday mixtapes? Um, you know, just like all of my music, man, you know, Mean Mondays was really just adjusting to the climate of the music nowadays. And I'm like, you know, instead of putting out a project, I'm going to put out a song every week. Um, you know, to me, it's kind of building up to hopefully something bigger yeah. early next year or whatever, you know what I mean? So I'm really just feeding the streets right now, you know, just trying to gain momentum and, and have people, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm doing a lot of different types of songs so because it's so many songs, right? So I can just do different types of songs and get, get people involved. And, you know, that's really it, man. Just, you know, if you if you into hip-hop kind of with a message or that balance, you know what I'm saying, where lyrics still matter, right. but it's also, you know, good melodies and vibes and message behind it, 
I think you relate to what I'm saying, you know, so. Absolutely. We over here, we're always on the music blogs, and we're like, ah, another Armin joint. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> so, uh, how can people contact you or follow you? Yeah, best way, of course, social media on all platforms is at Armin. Spelled the letter R and then mean, like a mean motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> M-E-A-N. Uh, you know, that's everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, that's the best way, for sure. You know what I mean? Follow me. All right, man. Yo, keep it familiar. Keep it up, man. Keep keep bringing it provocative. Keep it keep it you know positive. Keep it real. And I think uh, you're gonna go pretty far in this game, man. So I appreciate it, man. Thank you for reaching out. Real shit. Thank yeah, you. We appreciate you. If you want to purchase any of the music, I've included links in the show notes. Or you could just go to booksbeatsandbeyond.com. And, you know, what's cool is by clicking on the links, you support the guests, the music artists, and uh, we get a small commission, which is no extra cost to you, which we would then put toward the operations of this show. Um, And also, please click on the iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you do this stuff already, just want to say thank you so much for your support. Remember, let's read, listen, explore. <laughs> <laughs>